Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Convert Central. I'm Kevin Siddiq Lim, the host of Convert Central, and I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Our podcast focuses on the challenges that Muslim converts face along their conversion journey to help Muslims from all backgrounds to find a strong foothold in Islam. Follow our Instagram and LinkedIn page at Convert Central, and I look forward to sharing with you all the beneficial series we plan for the year. For now, I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Welcome back to Convert Central. So, alhamdulillah, right now we are in the uh, midst of October series, which means we are going to feature another convert today, a new convert at that. Um, one has not appeared on Convert Central before. We're going to discuss two big moments of her life, a convert's journey, uh, journey to Islam. Um, the first moment will be, you know, the moment that she believes that she decided to take a leap of faith into Islam. You know, trying to see whether she has had the moment or not, or some of the factors that brought her into Islam. And the second episode later, um, that will be released later this week, will be talking about when she broke her news of her conversion to her family and her friends. You know, some of the considerations, why it happened, some lessons learned behind that. So, uh, without further ado, I'll pass my time first to Sis Kamel for her to uh, introduce herself so that inshallah you guys can know her better. Bismillah, Sis. Assalamualaikum, everyone. Um, this is Kamel here. Uh, I took my Shahada on November 2nd, 2019. So it's almost two years that I've been a Muslim. Okay, it's yeah. been so fast. Like everything, like time has just flown. Like I, I can still remember like um, when I took my Shahada and just before like making my way to Darul Akam, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to cry. Because, you know, like every day I recite the Shahada, right? Like, even before like I officially converted, like I knew that me being a Muslim was just a thing between uh, Allah and myself. Um, and that having you know, the witnesses and all that was just a more of like a formalization uh, and also to be recognized by the state as a Muslim. Uh, so I was praying prior to having converted already. And I, I told myself, yeah, when I was making my way to um, Dar al I was like, I'm not gonna cry. Like, why would I cry? And I just remember when I was reciting it, I just started bawling like a baby. And it was, it was a really amazing feeling. So yeah. So I think that's just a short introduction about yeah. uh, myself. So I'm, I'm interested about your name mm. because uh, I see your name, Carmel Phillips. And yeah. I have no idea, you know, which race do you belong to? And, you know, <laughs> uh, so we just could enlighten that for us. Okay, sure. Yeah, um, I'm Eurasian. Uh, my mom is Chinese and my dad is uh, well, Eurasian. I took Mandarin in school, you know, kind of flunked it. Uh, so but born in Singapore? Yeah, yeah, born and raised in Singapore, like bred, oh. Singaporean bred through and through. I dropped my Singlish bombs like here and there. I see, I see. Okay, all right. So um, thank you for introducing yourself. And now we'll just jump right straight right into your comment story. So what were the circumstances that first introduced Islam to you and made it sound like a viable, you know, alternative for you to explore? Okay. Uh, I, okay. I went to a government. Um, so just, just brief history on like uh, my schooling arrangements. So I came from a, a Catholic all girls primary school, which was St. Anthony's Canotian primary school. Uh, and I had the option to move over to St. Anthony's Canotian secondary, but I didn't, I wasn't feeling the the vibe of a, an all girls school, yeah. so I wanted to go to a government school, and partly, I mean, in part that was also because I uh, was brought over to Pingy Secondary for an open house, and I saw that the vibe was extremely different. You know, like the there was a CCA there that I I felt I liked, so I went over to this government school, and 
I just happened to befriend more Malays. Uh, and so by that very fact of just being friends with more Malays than uh, of other races, I inadvertently also learned about Islam. Um, so I would feel like I, I would observe them with the small habits of like, you know, just saying like, oh, bismillah before they eat or like um, sitting down and like, you know, with like back pain and saying, oh, what, you know. And I just asked questions along the way and not because I wanted to be a Muslim at that point in time, but just out of curiosity because I, ha- I hadn't uh, really been exposed to another religion yeah. because I came from Catholic primary, uh, primary school. And that was really quite an eye opener. And I was, I felt very welcomed by the Malay Muslim community. You know, they, um, they invited me to uh, iftar, even though I, I didn't fast with them, you know, like the, like the honorary fasting with them yeah. or, and they would invite me to like uh, hire open houses. So I guess from there, I had quite a knowledge about Islam just because of uh, my group of friends. Yeah, which is amazing, yeah. So, so this was in secondary school. This was during secondary school, yes. And and at which age you then take your shahada? I took okay. I'm 28 this year, so two years. I was 26. Yes, I was 26. Allah, so so what what happened in between, and, and what, what mm. was the moment in, in in between that maybe 10 years or, or so, oh, right? Yeah. That made you feel like you know this is when I want to become a Muslim. Okay, uh, came and choke a bit, uh, like yeah, yeah. I had like um okay, just just side tangent a bit. Like, I just want to ask yeah, you. Yeah. When I was 21, right? Yeah. I was dating this <laughs> so embarrassing, but okay, I was dating this one guy, okay. Yeah. No and, way, my, my, my common story revolves around a love story too. So like you're not oh, like I know. <laughs> like, okay, mine sort of does in like the first leg of it, but then like the second half, not not really. So when I was 21, I was dumped by this uh one 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 obviously Malay guy. <laughs> so I was dumped by this one dude. <laughs> and he his reasoning was. I have a lot of tattoos. Like I have two full sleeves, um, let a life rot with vice. And he wasn't also, he was he also wasn't a practicing Muslim. He drank, you know, and and um just didn't practice lah. And I think because he was at that time I was 21, yes, he was six years older than me. So he was kind of at the prime age to get married. And I think he was already thinking of like, okay, yeah. uh, shit, what do I do with my life? Right. Um, so he dumped me after like a year. And yeah. the reasonings that <laughs> reasonings he gave me was like, oh, uh, you have too many tattoos and uh, you're not Muslim and you haven't, yeah. you hadn't yet graduated from school. So I yeah. don't think I can marry you. So at the midpoint of the relationship, right, he was like, oh, uh, if you're not like, uh, if you, ha- you didn't have tattoos, if you were Muslim, if you had like tertiary qualifications that enable you to be working and earning your own money, yeah. I would marry you. So that was like a double-edged sword for me. You know, it was like, okay, if I didn't have it, but I, I am I am like that. So like, are you never going to marry me? Yeah. So, so when I was dumb, that was the reasons that he gave me. La. So I was like, okay, shit, man, how would I do to like win this guy back? Okay, so much naivety. Okay, sorry. But I, at that time, wanted to be Muslim, but for the wrong reasons. Mm. And I wanted to be Muslim because I wanted to get this guy back. After I got over this guy, right? I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I... I don't want to get him back anymore. So let's ditch Islam. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel like it was genuine. And because I had respect for my mm-hmm. the Malay Muslim community and for, for, for any religion, 
I felt that it was not nice of me to try to do something and also unfair for myself to, to, to force myself to do something that I wasn't sincere in, especially if it's something um, secular, like religious, yeah. um, ditched it, then uh, went back to being trashy, <laughs> went back to drinking, uh, went back to like not dressing modestly. Yeah. Uh, and then, okay, so fast forward to like when I'm 26. Uh, yeah. So um. I was in a very, very, very bad place because I was, I was very depressed, you know, like I, I didn't eat, I, it was just a, a really, I was going through depression, like, okay, like, it wasn't clinically diagnosed depression, but I just felt really depressed, yeah. like I had no motivations to do anything, um, I didn't want to wake up because you know, like when you sleep, you're just not conscious, right? So you don't feel that 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 living pain. And there was this egging in me that, like, oh, okay, let, let's just just talk to a lot, you know, like let's just try. Um, and honestly, I feel that was, uh, I mean, obviously, it was a lot talking to me and 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 giving me like that nudge you know, in the right direction to to come back to him lah. So remember like this, me being 21 and wanting to be like a fake Muslim. <laughs> it was beneficial because even, even at 21, right? Even though my, my intentions were not sincere for being a Muslim, yeah. I did learn a lot. You know, I, I did read and, and it did kind of provide me some kind of like solace. You know, in hindsight, it was also work of a lot you know because it made me feel a lot better but I just don't think it was my calling at that time yeah okay yeah so um every day back to 26 again like every day I would just you know like invoke Allah's name talk to him and 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 wake up every morning and be like you know alhamdulillah like thank you for waking me up today thank you for giving me sorry thank you for giving me like purpose yeah and, and this didn't even involve me like reading the Quran or like um, reading any like translation or any tafsir. It was just purely talking to God, <laughs> listening to the Quran. And I don't think like, I didn't even know the order of like the Quran. Like, I didn't even know what the first uh, like chapter was for God's sake. And so I gradually felt better. Like I felt very uplifted. And you could feel it, you know, like you feel more motivation to do things, you feel happier. And every, every, every morning, like I would wake up with a very painful, heartbreaking love for God. I don't know how to explain it. Like, well, have you ever like loved something or someone or anything so much to the point where your chest hurts, like physically hurts? MashaAllah. That's how I felt for Allah. It's, it's, it's such an otherworldly experience because yeah, yeah, like I, I, I love Allah, but that very special feeling of waking up feeling like that, I don't feel it anymore because I think I've, I've, I've just settled into being Muslim. But at that time, it was, I, I feel it was like him, Allah telling me that, you know, I'm real, like he's real and he's here for me. Yeah. And it was his way of calling be to him and trying to heal me and it was such an amazing feeling like it was so yeah it was such a nice feeling yeah and um that's you when know, i started to like pray to be in your in your state like many of us whom we, yeah we, 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 like cradle muslims especially right right we, we, yeah. we pray that 
we are able to shed tears and we think of Allah and we think of yeah. Allah, Allah and sometimes we feel a tinge of regret when we hear stories like Toif in which Rasulullah was chased for up to three kilometers, pelted with stones, and his whole white jubba was with blood. And, and we don't shed a tear sometimes. So so you know, thank you for delving deep and and you know pulling out whatever yeah. you can. And please continue. I just wanted to share this with you. No, <laughs> so, yeah. so I think it was from there that I um did a bit more like theory delving in uh, I started to read a little bit more and then tried to like uh, sorry tried to remember like the shorter uh, surahs and just learn a little bit more on like theoretical fic yeah. and uh, was there a defining moment like I actually wrote it down but yeah so yeah, okay, it, I, it, I wanted it, to mm. ask you like for, for you you know for your journey and, and I think everyone has their own yeah. Uh, the, their own way that, that Allah shows them that they are ready. Some might be because of a dream. Some might be because over a long period of time, they they they, they work themselves to the place where they fully believe. And one day they realize that they, they believe, right? So for yourself, was it like a particular moment or was it like over a period of a few months? And and one day you, you know, you suddenly realize that you're ready for, for Islam. And that's when you decided to take a shahada. I don't think it was one isolated event. It was just so many things, like so many things. Um, you know, like the peace it brought me, the calm it brought me. And the the most important thing, like the, the thing that really was like a kicker, you know, like the, um, well, I'd say divining feeling, lah, okay, was yeah. understanding the religion. Prior to me being a Muslim or wanting to be a Muslim, I actually disagreed with Islam. I I didn't... I feel so horrible to say this now. I, I didn't agree with Islam. I just felt it was very restrictive, you know, like, um, like why, why you cannot do this? Like, why can't you do that? Like, well, what's the point? You know, like, I just think I was, in, I might even say it was, I thought it was silly. Um, but now at that time when I decided that I wanted to be a Muslim, it was the understanding of the religion. It was like, it was a kind of like an aha moment. Like, okay, yeah, so this is why Muslims do this. This is the motivations for why Muslims do certain things. And, you know, um, the willingness to practice, um, finding ease in praying and not like dragging yourself to pray and not praying just uh, for the sake of like doing a chore um, and abandoning of my vices. Like really, like I, and vices I thought I would never abandon, you know, like drinking. Like if you had told me a year before I was Muslim that, oh, Kamal, you would, stop drinking next year I call bluff like I, I never thought I would stop drinking yeah. and you know the one thing to worship and the the fearing of Allah it gave me that conviction like you know what this is it yeah. like this is it and I saw like so much change in myself I know I saw healthier change um, I became healthier because I ditched a lot of like and I sleep early I don't I don't go out late to like club <laughs> whatever yeah. Yeah, so I, I got healthier and it, it felt like really good. Yeah. So that I, I guess it was like a series of like emotions that yeah. was like, you no, know, this is the the defining moment that I was, I decided to be Muslim. Yeah. I, I honestly think that, and, and perhaps this is true for me as well. Um, in, 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 if you're asking me, you know, how I eventually decided that to put a leap of faith or to believe that Islam was something that I wanted for the rest of my life, right? I wouldn't be able to pinpoint a particular moment. I think for many of us, it's the same. We don't have that one moment where life changes and everything. Perhaps one or two would have. 
for the most of us, it's 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 something like something like falling in love with with something. It's with gradual. Someone, right? yeah. yeah, you don't you don't have one day. Uh, you don't have one moment where you 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 fall in love with somebody, but rather every day you change a little bit, a little bit. The more you learn about Islam, you know, the more you you realize that you no, know, this part of Islam really really sits well with me. This part of Islam, I really believe in it. This part of Islam makes so much sense. And day by day, you go by learning a little bit, a little bit. You you accumulate more and more, you know, of the understanding of Allah, the understanding of, of faith, and and you 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 feel more peaceful. You feel like you have more balance in your life. And eventually, you work to the state where you 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 don't want to lose this this. Yes. Peace. You don't want to lose this balance. You don't want yes. to lose the connection. Yes. You know, and and you want to take it to the next level. And that's when you decide to take the shahada. I I think perhaps for many of us. Sometimes we try to rush it. Perhaps we have a timeline to to fulfill. I, I feel like as a non-Muslim, then I had I had many times like okay, I wanted to become a Muslim by the end of this year, you know, mm. because I wanted to focus on something else. Then yeah, it, it seems like shahada is like a destination, mm. but becoming Muslim is is only the start yeah. of the of the journey. Or for many of us, it's it's part of the journey. It's the it's the point of time when we declare to ourselves that we are ready to take on the responsibilities of being a Muslim. If it's if it, if it's gonna be early, then then alhamdulillah, you know, then we are able to be viewed as Muslims in in the sight of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala earlier. But if you are if if you are not ready yet, if you feel like you know there there's some ways for us to get there, but we are getting there, then no harm, you know, putting it off for for a little while more to ensure sure. that we we are we are ready when we share the shahada as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it's so interesting to we always say that there are two aspects of of someone coming to Islam: hidayah and taufik. So hidayah is the, is the guidance from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala that monotheism is 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 real and and Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam lived the lived the life for us and he's our prophet and uh, taufik is help assistance from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Perhaps at twenty one you had hidayah, you know, and Allah chose to give you hidayah at twenty one so that you could carry that hidayah with you through through your life and remind you during your darkest time that you know, Islam is still there. You you felt that tinge yeah. of peace, yeah. and then at when you were ready at twenty six, Allah gave you the taufik. You know, now right. you now you go and learn, and when you learn, mm-hmm. everything is gonna be made easy for you because you have the correct intentions now. Yes, and, and then you absolutely, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. And and you know, if this is not something that is only limited to you, right, sis, and this is something that all of us will have. Every convert that comes into Islam, Allah will give us His hidayah. Allah will give us His, his taufik. You know, we just yes. have to look for them. So, yes. so for for the listeners, if if you guys are coming in and and you're wondering if I should take the shahada or not, you know, look within yourself. You know, perhaps now yeah, at this podcast you already have the hidayah, but when it comes to taufik, look at whether you really, really feel committed to religion, or let's say, you know, you still have some ways to go. You you can still choose to take take to take the leap of faith, and inshallah, you know, you make dua to Allah that that things will work out for you. But it's important to make sure that you know you you come into Islam and you stay into Islam for the correct intentions. So perhaps some of us might start off on the wrong foot, but staying in Islam for the sake of Islam, for the sake of Allah, is the most important thing. So don't fret if you know um you, you happen to come in or or your first interaction with Islam uh, was through your friends or or your spouse or your or your partner or or something that was not an uh, ideal. No, it's fine. It's it's, it's sometimes Islam is really about how we finish and we, yeah. we want to finish strong, right? So so alhamdulillah, thank you so much for coming to share. Uh, you know your your entire journey has been pretty enlightening. I I really enjoyed listening to your story. Um, but before we end, uh, I just wanted to you know draw. Uh, from your experience, one last time, you know, with regards to this topic of am I ready? Um, what kind of advice would you give to a to a, to a prospective Muslim who is struggling with the decision to whether take shahada or not? The advice I would give is to 
like you mentioned earlier, you know, to look within yourself and to see whether your intentions are true. Uh, what, are, what are your motivations? Are you doing it to please someone or are you doing it because someone is um, egging you on or are you doing it because it brings you peace, because it brings you recovery, because it brings you happiness? And most importantly, if you are halfway there and you feel like, you know what, maybe I do want to become a Muslim, talk to Allah. You know, talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like he's always there. He's always listening. And ask for that guidance. When The, the thing I find that Allah always gives if you ask is the guidance. You know, when you ask, well, you know what, Allah put the right things in front of me, put the right um, like information or like the things to learn in front of me, put the right people that can help me in my journey. Allah gives in abundance so much so yeah i mean i mean it worked for me <laughs> it will work for you inshallah 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 alhamdulillah and and indeed you know allah is the, is the all hearing on and all seeing so he does not only see and hear muslims he sees and hears everybody and yes. and you know hidayah is a gift so if you already have a, a tinge of you know guidance and peace from islam even though you are still struggling with some of your other intentions you know try to tap on that that portion that gives you peace. You know, perhaps you can you can enlarge it, and inshallah, you know, eventually over time you can replace the intention to come into Islam for the sake of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Learn about Allah. Learn about who you are coming to Islam for, and especially when it comes to your shahada. So when when you can when you say Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah, Ashhadu Anna Muhammadur Rasulullah, you really really mean it. That you bear witness that witness that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala uh, is the only God, and you bear witness that Rasulullah Sallallahu is the Messenger of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So with that, thank you so much, Sis Kamil. And inshallah, we'll see you guys and Sis Kamil in the next episode called Breaking the News. So let's end this episode by reciting Tasbih Kafara and Surah Al-Asr. Subhanaka Allahumma bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa tubi ilaik. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wal-Asr. Innal insana lafi khus illa ladhina amanu wa amilu s-salihati wa tawassaw bil-haqi wa tawassaw bil-sabr. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.